Hey guys, Third Still Gaming here with yet another GXG micro episode. On today's episode, I want to talk about the PS5's price. It could be cheaper than Xbox Series X. But before I get to the article, I just want to remind you that if you are listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor.fm, I appreciate you very much. And please make sure you share, like, and subscribe. And if you'd like to support this podcast in any way, shape, or form, head on over to Anchor.fm. As little as 99 cents, you can help us out. Okay, let's get to the article. Uh, this article comes from Game Rant. There's enough differences in between the next-gen consoles at this point to the PS5 being cheaper than the Xbox Series X. Sony finally updated the world of the uh, world on the status of PS5 this week with an online video presentation that was likely meant to be shown at GDC 2020 before the event was ultimately postponed. System architect Mark Cerny held a near hour-long talk and with a describe of the inner workings of the PS5 chipset. A lot of the new, more uh, concrete details emerged from uh, Sony's presentation, such as the Sony's interesting choice of SSD storage space, processing speed, etc., with both the next-gen consoles specifically out in public and appears to be the trend of Sony's lagging behind Microsoft. As far as the people see it, Microsoft has been hitting every beat in the marketing and the Xbox Series X. It shocked in the industry with the surprise reveal of the Game Rewards 2019 back in December, showing off the console's form, some specs, and two first-party titles. Meanwhile, Sony's most recent update at the time on the PS5 was a wired interview with Cerny, who revealed a couple of specific uh, specifications of Sony's next console going by the PS5 spec and revealed earlier this week there are a couple of reasons why the PS5 might be cheaper than the Xbox Series X. Now the PS5 has a CPU of 8x Zen 2 core 3.5 gigahertz, uh, GPU of 10.28 teraflops, 36 uh, CUs at 2.23 gigahertz, they have memory of 16 gigs, GDDR6 256 bit, memory bandwidth of 44 uh, 8 gigabytes per second, internet storage custom to 825 gigabytes, uh, an IO throughput of 5.5 gigabytes, raw, typical 8.9 GB, expandable storage is NVMe SSD slot, the external storage is USB HDDR support, and optical drive is 4K UHD Blu-ray drive. Now, if you use games were in hot button issue in the next gen console back in 2013 to 2020 or 2020, consoles will be judged by teraflops. Perhaps a stroke of marketing wizardry fans have started to pay close attention to the console's teraflop cap capabilities. Uh, in layman terms, this is more teraflops. Per second calculations, a console can perform the more powerful the arguably whether or not the rule of thumb manifests in practice. The performance of the next-gen games on both consoles will decide the validation or validity of it. As for now, Microsoft can confidently claim that Xbox Series X can outperform PS5 in terms of teraflops. Now, while the PS5 is capable of operating a 10.28 teraflops, the Xbox Series X takes a lead with the ability to perform 12 teraflops. Now, this alone has led the people to believe that Xbox Series X is the more powerful than the PS5. If true, then the PS5's inferior capabilities and scenario could hit an, uh, one interesting outcome. The PS5 could end up being cheaper than the Xbox Series X because it's not, a pow it's not as powerful. Now, it should be noted that the power has never really dedicated, uh, decided um, who the winner is of any console generation, but it's still significant that the Microsoft has a leg up on Sony. It has more advantages, too much, 
as the Xbox Series X processing speed of 3.8 gigahertz compared to the PS5's 3.5. The CPU that will bo power both consoles will still be vast improvements over the processor. However, where the PS5 is, it will have a distant advantages of the data throughput. Now the PS5 was capable of pushing 5.5 gigabytes per data per second compared to the Xbox Series X 2.4 gigabytes. Although it's impressive advantage for the next gen games, loading screen wait times, this would only re uh, result in differences of about a couple of seconds between the consoles. This is because both PS5 and Xbox Series X will feature SSD. Now, the comparison of the SSD is the biggest and the most immediate difference between the next gen, uh, next gen games, the PS4 and the Xbox One games will be found in wait times. Now, all because of the speed of solid state drives, the SSDs are apparently going to result in virtually no loading or booting screens for PS5 and Xbox Series X games. While Microsoft and Sony will be uh, dividing from both each other regarding external storages and expansions, both consoles will feature uh, the same type of SSD, allowing developers to obtain console um, parity for the new games and not have to worry about the next other box of, of, of tick, next box to tick, sorry. Sony int intriguingly decided to roll out the SSD size of 825 gigabytes for PS4 compared to Microsoft's choice of one terabyte. This is clearly going to be another point of, of contention between the fans uh, online, but a choice of the lower amount of space could work to Sony's benefit at the end of the day. While the H HDDRs rapidly become less expensive over time, SSDs are generally always expensive due to the faster capabilities. Combine that with the price and increase per console unit, these console makers are spending more than ever in order to equip the next gen with the storage drives. Now, additionally, even though it's only a difference about 200 gigabytes, excluding OS and such, Sony is likely spending significantly less on SSDs than Microsoft, which could also result in the PS5 being cheaper than the Xbox Series X. All in all, there's enough differences between the two consoles that price gap between them seems highly likely as whether or not it will it'll be a little minor than a $100 gap between the PS4 and PS5 and the Xbox One uh, at launch. Only time will tell, even though Sony is still waiting for Microsoft to make the first move on price. So my thought process is here, PlayStation has to go cheaper or what they think is cheaper. Now, it all depends on what Microsoft is doing. Now, Microsoft has the backing, right? So just because they're making systems doesn't mean they're not ordering more memory for something else, okay? They could be doing something to bring down the cost of the chips, right? Because they order so many of them, not just putting them in the Xbox, uh, but overall, right? So maybe... Xbox will have a higher price tag. So let's just say the, the PlayStation, again, speculation here, maybe the PlayStation comes in at $400, okay? Great, let's say the Xbox Series X comes in at $500 or $600, or the PlayStation 5 comes in at 500 and the Xbox is 600, okay? Here's where Microsoft is going to get Xbox or uh, Sony out of the gate overall. If Xbox comes out with a two-system thing and PlayStation only comes out with one, then they can fit an Xbox, let's just say an Xbox One X is it stays at the $300 mark, okay? Then they had the, um, whatever the one that was called, what was it called, the Lockhart or whatever it was called? Let's say that comes out and that's at $400, okay? It's not as powerful as the Xbox Series X, 
but it's more powerful than the Xbox X, right? But it's not as powerful as the PlayStation. So you have it coming in at, at $400, okay? Then you have the PlayStation coming in, let's say, at $500, and then you have the, the big dog Xbox Series X coming in at $600. Where they get them is, well, if you want a more powerful system, you pay $600. If you want a system that's just as powerful, maybe just a little less powerful than the PlayStation 5, you get the Lockhart Xbox Series, uh, uh, whatever they're going to, let's call it Xbox Series L, okay? Or you can go lower. Microsoft, no matter what happens here, has a more infrastructure to outsell PlayStation as far as game pass and engagement with the player base, right? It's not about the amount of consoles they can sell now. Right? Xbox is playing a different game than what, what Sony's playing. Sony wants to sell games on their console. Well, Xbox is selling a service on all consoles, on your phone, on your tablet, on your PC, on your Xbox. So Microsoft definitely has, I think, a plan. And they don't actually have to announce their, their, their price. And if they do, they can just announce another Xbox saying, hey, if you can't afford the 600 you have the Xbox One X at 300 You have the Xbox Lockhart at 400 And then you have the Xbox Series X at 600 Something wrong along those lines. These are just my thoughts. Let me hear yours in the comment section down below. Hit me up on Twitter at 30 and Still Gaming, And you can watch me live every single day. Uh, well, when you're listening to this, the coronavirus is going on. And I don't have day schedules anymore because my son is off from school. So I will be nighttime mostly every day. Um, if you catch me on the podcast on Monday nights on the Rangers Round Table, Tuesday, Wednesday over on Mixer.com, Thursday nights is the Generation X Gaming Podcast from 8 to 10, and then we stream after that. Uh, so catch me a look across the whole platform uh, of, of here, especially right here on the GXG Micro episodes. So I appreciate you listening. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe, and I'll see you on the next one.